welcome to another episode of Sleep Whispers. I'm Harris, and this is my curious little podcast of whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will help you to relax and fall asleep. This is episode number 224, and specifically, it's a batch episode with three personal stories I share about my biological father. If you are a new listener, then welcome to my little world of whispers. Each week, I rotate through one of six types of episodes to calm those overactive squirrels in your brain that may be keeping you awake at night. These episodes include story time episodes, trivia time episodes, chat episodes, Whisperpedia episodes, Fade Out episodes, and tonight you'll hear a batch episode, which means I've batched together some great moments of a similar theme from prior episodes. If you'd like to win a Sleep Whispers t-shirt, Check out my t-shirt giveaway. It's still open to new entries. And currently there are only 11 entries right now. So this would give you a 1 in 12 chance of winning a t-shirt at this point in the contest. And those there are some pretty sweet odds. You have until October 16, 2020 to enter. If interested, then just click the link in the show notes, or you can go to my website, sleepwhispers.com. Alright, let me tell you about these personal stories you're about to hear. In this episode, I'll feature three views from three earlier episodes. And views were an experimental thing I did in older episodes when I chatted about a photo from my life. The three views that you'll hear tonight are all related to my relationship with my biological father, and they're all associated with a photo of me sitting on the front step 
of my father's house. And you can see that photo by clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. The first view that you'll hear is from episode 72. And I basically explain that I only lived with my father for a few years as a small child. And then I never really saw him as I grew up. And then later, as an adult, I decided I should try to have a relationship with him. It it will sound a little sad at first, but the full story that you will hear is actually very positive, uplifting empowering, to me at least. The second view that you'll hear is from episode number 76, and it's just a very short story that my father told me about this one day he ate a lot of hot peppers. When he told me this story, I said something that was really dumb, but funny. When you hear this story, you'll think, Oh, Harris, you didn't really say that to him, did you? <laughs> you are a coconut brain. And then the third view that you'll hear is from episode number 80. And it is a very recent story, meaning in the just the past couple years, of one of the most remarkable moments of my life. It's the story of an accidental moment that resulted in me being in the presence of my biological father and biological mother at the same time for the first time since I was, I think, five years old. What ended up happening is that us three spent about half a day together, and I was so worried. I didn't know if they were going to be civil to each other or not. It's, it's just their nature. And you will hear about some of the ups and downs we had, but overall it was much more positive than I expected. Now, because I wasn't raised by my biological father, he never gave me any advice about manhood and manly things, if you know what I mean. But if he had, maybe it would have gone something like this. Son, someday you'll grow northern hair on your face and southern hair in another place. 
keeping both well-groomed are good aspirations. But please, don't use the same shaver for both locations. <laughs> that sounds like deep wisdom from a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> anyway, if you want to give yourself or any man in your life the perfect shaver for southern grooming, then consider the Lawnmower 3.0. It's a waterproof, cordless body trimmer from Manscaped, the sponsor of this episode. They sent me one to try, and it does give a smooth, accurate, and most importantly, safe shave. And it even has a built-in light so you can clearly see what you are doing, which saves you from having to duct tape a flashlight onto your current shaver. <laughs> you can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the special code WHISPERS. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code WHISPERS. Get this for yourself or as a gift for any man in your life. And for your ease, I put the discount code and a link to the Manscaped website in the show notes of this episode. And now, enjoy this batch of views and personal stories about my biological father, who doesn't actually talk like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh, also, these episodes were recorded about three years ago. So you'll probably notice a difference in my audio quality and perhaps even my whisper style. All right, let's begin. Tonight's view is about my relationship with my father. my biological father until I was three years old, and then my parents got divorced, and I lived with my mother. My father remarried, started another family, and rarely reached out to me during my childhood and young adulthood. Now, this is actually not a sad story for me. I don't really have any memories of 
missing him or, or wishing he was active in my life during that time. So I, I don't want you to visualize those movie or TV moments where they show the little kid looking at some other family and wishing his family was like that family. I, I don't remember ever feeling that. It just, it just felt normal for me with just being raised by my mother. It wasn't until a bit later, as an adult, that I looked back and had some negative feelings, because as I processed it, I felt he was neglectful of the minimal responsibilities a father should have. And again, this, this is not as, as bad as it may sound. These negative feelings were a good thing for me. Processing and those feelings helped me to create my own definition of what I thought a father's or a parent's responsibility should be towards their children. In other words, he indirectly helped me to understand how I did and how I didn't want to be as a parent in the future. And I feel that's important for me. And so there was a long time of no contact from him until it dawned on me that the responsibility of our relationship was not totally his. I could also reach out to him. So one day I decided that every summer I would pack some bags and travel to the town he lived in 
over several days, I would make myself available for us to spend time together if we wanted to. I can happily share that this turned out very well and was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. The first thing I basically learned about him is that even to this day, he rarely reaches out to me, and that is just who he is. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want to be in contact. He, he actually really likes it when I reach out to him, and he is always happy to see me. There is a, a photo I posted on my Patreon site of me at my father's house. It is a, a simple scene, and I'll describe it so you, so you don't need to really see the photo. You can easily visualize the, the picture. It is simply me sitting on the front steps of his house, and my face is covered just because I still want to maintain my privacy. And I'm sitting on those steps alone because at that moment, I had arrived to his house, but he, he wasn't home. So, I, I just took the photo while waiting. I like that photo because it, it shows and it represents my decision to reach out to him. So, what is my motivation for visiting him every year? At first, it was to get to know him. that the thing that keeps me doing it every year is that I'm getting to know myself. I have half of my father's DNA, of course. So, 
my father is my current self, and my father is also my future self. I believe that my genes that I acquired from him do have a strong influence on my personality, my health, and my, my views. So spending time with him is like getting an outside perspective of who I am and who I will be. So here are five things I've learned about myself by spending time with my father. Number one, I will remain mentally healthy as I grow older. My father is very alert. He is witty and funny at times. He keeps up to date with current events. that I've told him, which catches me by surprise sometimes. At some point, I must have told him that I like to eat cereal for breakfast, because every time I visit him, he makes some funny cereal jokes, and I'm just surprised that he knows that. That's just his, his good memory, because I, I probably told him that a while ago. All right, number two. I will probably also remain physically healthy as I grow older. He is in great shape for his age. spry and has good mobility. He is a, a plumber. That's been the job he's done throughout his life. And he, he's still working. And I've gone to work with him and watched him and he he still crawls under houses to get to people's pipes and valves and things. And I'm, I'm always amazed. The third thing I've learned 
by spending time with him is that I have to be smart about money as I get older. I, I don't think my father has much savings. I think he still works at his age because he has to. I, I don't really know. I only base this on his current lifestyle. At this point in my life, I think I'm doing okay with my finances right now, but I also don't know where my father was at my age, so I still need to be careful and aware of that. a better understanding about by spending time with my father is that I have to be smart about relationships. My father has been divorced three times and he currently lives alone. I don't know if he is happy living alone. I sense mixed feelings from him about this. He does have other children besides me, and there is not much contact with some of them. When I, when I talk to some of my other siblings about him, we, we do have concerns about him and we, we share similar concerns. And one of those concerns is the next one. final thing I've learned by spending time with my father, it is that I have to be careful about my convictions and beliefs. My father has very strong beliefs about things, and many of them differ greatly from my own beliefs. The challenge 
spending time with him is that we can be very I don't know if the best word is preachy. Um, we can be very close-minded about his viewpoints. And that makes it hard to be with him at times. I think having convictions are a good thing. But I have to be aware to not over-express my beliefs to others. And as importantly, I have to remain open and courteous towards the views of others. So I, those are the, the five things. Overall, to me, my father is a strange mix of someone who is youthful for his age and witty, but he can also be close-minded and difficult to be with. He can just be a hard person at times to get along with and to get to know. I experience that with him others do also. Sometimes he has a youthful twinkle in his eyes, and sometimes his confidence can come across as arrogance. I like his youthfulness. And I think I will happily retain that as I get older. But I also worry that I will grow to be too narrow and arrogant in my convictions. Something I feel challenged by already at times. Alright. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I feel it is important for me to continue spending time with my father because he is a window into who I am 
might be. An awareness of myself is the best chance I have to becoming a better person as I get older. That's all I have to say about that. For tonight's view, I kind of have a funny follow-up related to the view which I shared in my last menu episode, which was about how I visit my father once a year. So, last week, I called my father up to plan this summer's visit to go see him. And I, I can't remember how we got on this topic. told me this story of the story of how a long time ago he was at some party or gathering and he ate a whole jar of hot peppers. He explained that they were so hot that even when they exited his body he needed ice cream to put the fire out. And when he said that, I, I paused because I wasn't sure which end of his digestive system he was referring to. So I asked him, in which end did you ice cream. And he quickly replied, like I just asked the dumbest question. He said, I put it in the end, which would allow me to enjoy the flavor, of course. And I laughed, and I felt ridiculous, because for a moment, I was worried my father might have spooned ice cream into his digestive outlet, which in hindsight is a ridiculous thought for me to have that anyone would do that, but it highlights to me that I'm still getting to know my father and myself. Alright, that's just a, a silly little update related to uh, the last view. For tonight's view, I have a, um, some bonus views or stories 
related to my recent annual trip, which I do to visit my father. So I told you in a prior menu episode, maybe it was like two menu episodes ago, how I visit my father once a year. So I made my annual trip this year, and some very interesting things happened. First, and this is minor, I learned that I was five years old, not three years old, when my parents divorced. That's not super important, except I think when I first told this story, I said I was three years old. So I just want to correct that now that I've learned the correct number. And now for a new fact um, that I did already know, but I don't think I told you about before. And this new fact will be very relevant to some other things I'm about to tell you about this recent trip. And it is that I was born on a very small island. Soon after my parents married, they moved into a house together on that island. And I was born on that island. And then when I was five, my parents got divorced. My father stayed living on that island, and he still lives there. And my mother moved off that island, and I lived with her as I grew up. My parents never really got along after that. And they saw very little of each other, unless they had to. Um, like in a courtroom. Anyway, I did not really see my father much growing up. So now, as an adult... I visit him once a year to try to get to know him better. And also, it helps me to get to know myself better. Alright, so I think that's um, the full background to help you kind of understand about what happened on my recent visit to see my father. I initially started by taking a flight. Wait, that's redundant. I initially started. I started by taking a flight to the state where my father lives. Now, my mother also lives in that same state. So, I visited with her first. 
visiting with her for a few days, I asked her if she would drive me to the harbor so I could hop on a ferry to the island where my father lives. She said sure. But then she asked if she could go with me because she would like to visit the island. Super awkward moment. Uh, I warned her that my dad would probably be meeting me at the port when the ferry arrived. And we planned on having lunch together when I arrived. So I just had this visual of how was this going to work? Or I had this concern. How is this going to work for two people who probably don't want to see each other? So I just made the obvious pitch. I asked her, would she want to join us for lunch? But I also gave her the option, obviously, that she could just hide on the ferry and then get off the ferry and do her own thing. And I didn't know which option she would take. These two people, like I said, never got along after their divorce. They really didn't speak highly of each other. not seen each other in over 30 years. So I didn't know what she would say. But she said, sure, she would join us for lunch. <laughs> but that was, so that was interesting and kind of good news. But I then had to run that same awkward question by my father. So I called him up, explained to him the situation, and asked him how he would feel about having lunch with my mother. And sure enough, it was no big deal to him. I was quite shocked that they both agreed. They were both so kind of carefree about it. And that this was actually going to happen. So here is just the short summary of what did happen. Sure enough, we all had lunch together. And then my dad drove us around the island together for several hours. And then all three of us had dinner together also. Surprisingly, they were very civil to each other. And we 
time. It, it was just kind of amazing. All right. I have not even gotten to the two funny things I learned about my parents on this trip. Here they are. Funny thing number one. At lunch, I decided to ask them about how they met. I figured asking them when they are sitting together would be the only way I could ever get the real, honest story. And sure enough, as they both explained it, they agreed on all the details. They said they met on a blind date. And I asked how the blind date went. They both laughed and explained to me that they went to a bar, got drunk, and then my father drove the wrong way around a roundabout, or what's also called um, a rotary, uh, or a traffic circle. So. kind of funny, but I think their story of their first date is also an early sign of a troubled marriage for sure. The second funny thing was that at dinner, I asked them about what kind of things they did as a married couple. And they had a couple regular kind of things. And then they told me that they were also part of a small organization that tried to secede the island from the United States. guess my father would give presentations about why their small island should be its own country separate from <laughs> it's kind of so ridiculous it's hard for me to even explain how the island should secede from the United States and be its own independent country and my mother would write letters to newspapers and stuff. I definitely think that it's nuts that they did this. But I also kind of think it's cool. And I guess I think it's cool because it was rebellious, and they obviously didn't care what others thought, and I feel like that's something that 
is increasingly important to myself is doing what I think is best. And perhaps I've acquired that from my parents. So anyway, that whole day was surreal. And I don't know whether it is something I should laugh about or cry in a good way about. But it does make my heart flutter a wee bit with happiness. first and only memories of being with my biological mother and biological father at the same time, and I'm so proud of them for being civil to each other and allowing all of us to enjoy what could have been a very awkward or uncomfortable moment or day. So anyway, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. And that's uh, all I have to say about that.